everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I am James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. <sighs> Colin, we are yes, James. slogging our way through 1940. We're in episode three. It feels like we've been here forever. God. Oh my God. It's crazy <sighs> to think about it. It's like it's like as if we could never get out this of it. This year lasting forever. <laughs> oh, I know. Nothing that we ever do or have done has ever lasted this exactly. long. Um, so we are in uh, season two, episode four of mm -hmm. agent carter i just wrote smoke mm -hmm. and mirrors because it's the only season two episode we've touched so far um and because it's been all sorts of flashbacks and establishing histories and stuff so for this sure. one this last one of these of these smoke and mirrors smoke these smoke and mirrors flashbacks uh we are going to start at 3354 and we're going to go on through 3549 here is what happens in this scene Okay. Peggy and her mom are in front of a mirror. Peggy is wearing a wedding dress and her mom is proudly petting it and also crying. <laughs> Peggy gets her mom a handkerchief, which is sitting on top of the SOE letter from last time. Uh -huh. oh, wow. And the, well, the time before we talked. Anyways, mm -hmm. I should make a, a note for the SOE letter. <laughs> a car pulls we up. mentioned it two other times yeah. and we'll never mention it again, but we should still have a note. Actually, it's, it's an Easter egg. It's actually in all four uh, of the Captain America movies, somewhere in there, like huh. yeah, it's on the uh, it's in the the windshield. It looks like a ticket, but it's actually the SOE letter. It's a it's a funny Easter mm -hmm. egg. SOE Easter egg. So a car pulls up, and Peggy's mom goes outside. Peggy looks out the window as she sees her mom and dad talking to two soldiers. Then her mom starts crying and collapses. Peggy knows that Michael is dead. Michael's her brother. It, he, we saw him last last time but literally just yeah, last episode just, yeah. yeah so you should know um she changes into street clothes takes the soe letter letter and leaves the engagement ring um it's funny because watching it for this you know preparing for this uh recording i could have made a transition from she sees that her brother is dead new scene because it definitely does a like and then the light in the room is different everything she's changed and all this stuff i just was like Later that day, she changed clothes. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost as if now we're kind of addressing things by day. By or day, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. It's knows. it's that illusion. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Okay. It's a. I mean, it is a subtle time hop, like yeah. because they're not going to literally show her changing into the well, clothes necessarily. It's it's an interesting symbolic thing too because it goes from like this golden. Like it's literally like gold light streaming through the windows. Oh, these are the memories, oh, yeah. the old cherished forever Frank Sinatra album cover sort of stuff. And I'm to be married. I'm to be married. Um, to Fred. Um, Ugh, can you imagine Fred? Ugh, marrying someone named Fred. Gross. Peggy Wills. Like that just doesn't sound right. Peggy Wills. So yeah, I think it's. But so then the transition to like, and now it's the real world again. Like the light is just normal in the room when she leaves and stuff. I think that's that's a really cool, well done uh, bit of lighting. But because the world is colder without Michael, exactly, and and her voice is just a little bit lower. Um, mm. uh, I noticed this. Her dress is like a floral situation around the neckline, and really the whole thing reminds me of what you might see a queen or a princess wear in a book. 
And I think this could be a cool nod to that St. George fights the dragon book from oh, 1927. I like that. So she's turned into like the princess when she wanted to be the knight. Right. But then she picks and being the knight instead. It's also cool because the SOE logo has a sword on it. She chooses the short, the sword over the dress. Dude. She chooses Dude. the sew. She chooses the sew. Right. She says, all right, it's a sew, in it? <laughs> Make it so. Um, so uh, I guess uh, let's do a quick Avengers ensemble. And then okay. I have uh, a thing, uh, another in our classic installment of, so I tried to research dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So let's cue that, roll that beautiful bean Avengers ensemble footage. Avengers Ensemble. So today on Avengers Ensemble, we're just talking about, uh, I called him Father Carter here, which confused me because I was like, the priest? <laughs> no. Uh, Papa Carter is what I called him on the spreadsheet, which is much better. Um, we Daddy see Carter. him out the window. He could mm-hmm. be just a, a guy. Just a, hey, you, catch this lady. What? Oh, okay. And then they got <laughs> married. Uh, um, but... He is apparently honestly a, in the 1940s. Yeah. That is how a lot of love stories Listen, were. No, that's I fainted and they caught me and like now we're married. You know, hey, appropriate to what we're talking about in this scene. That's how my grandma, my grandma met my granddad was because he showed up to tell her about like her brother had died or her cousin had died or something, and then they got married, and that's that's wild. Yeah. that so yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that's something to unpack on a different podcast. More I guess. on this soon. Um, the actor is played oh. uh, by a guy named Paul Michael Rosenblum, um, and I just took a note here. I don't know that he was anything uh, you know spectacular credit wise. However, he was an Asgardian in Thor Ragnarok. Interesting. So we're gonna have to keep an eye out for Paul Michael Rosenblum, PMR in Thor three, uh, when we get there at some point, whenever we see as guardians, we should check. That was his initials in my head. I was like, I was like, what does that mean? Like, you know, like Esquire or, you know, MBA, parliamentary, magical realist. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what job that is. Uh And I was like, Oh, that's, that's embarrassing. (laughs) That was our Avengers ensemble. A, a, a thinly far away scene, father figure, um, classic, Marvel stuff. Um, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't affect Peggy horribly. So uh, moving on to <laughs> what I tried to research. So I wanted to know about the protocol for delivering uh, notices of like bereavement and casualties, mm-hmm. which was very hard to search because first of all, you have to, you have to make sure you're searching in England. Second mm-hmm. of all, you have to make sure you're searching in uh, world war two, which is really hard to do when it keeps wanting to be like World War One, and I'm like, no, no, no. So here's what I came up. Here's what I found. People coming sure. to your door to tell you about your loved ones dying is a more recent thing, from what the, my research told me. At this time, and it could have been different in the UK because I had a tough time finding info in the UK. I think you would have just been delivered a telegram by like the postman, but that's hard to express what's going on from Peggy's bedroom window. Right. So you have to sort well, of artistic license a little bit. I also was wondering if, like, perhaps because he was clearly higher up in something, mm-hmm. if they are like, hey, right. this dude was important, right. not 
to be very clear. Sure. Not that anyone is in particular necessarily more important in the grand scheme. I mean, of things, there's a ranking it's like when, system. So like, yeah, they, that's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> like, I'm not saying that like, you know, if a private dies, right. I'm not saying that his life was, you know, meaningless. Sure. But it's like, you know, kind of like they, they have a little bit of that, like it's a little bit of nationalistic pride kind of thing of, you know, strike for king and country, right? right. Like this is a dude who it seems did a lot of striking right. for king and country. Right. So they're like, Hey, out of respect for what he's done, maybe right. we do this. Well, and and nowadays they have a whole office devoted to everyone, everyone who who mm-hmm. who dies right. abroad, you know, in 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 combat, gets. I'm assuming because it's also faster information and stuff like that now too. Right, exactly, and they they said like, it's not going to necessarily be someone that knew him because it's going to be someone that gets right. the call that is local that can go deliver. It's right. like that whole thing of I think there's a movie. Where someone like it's a movie with people that you like famous people, but it's it's like we have to go deliver this news to someone, and what's that like? You know, I've also just thought of something here too. Yeah, is that the people who did this would have been people from the home office? Hmm. Hmm. Right. I mean, I see. That's what I was trying to find out because the home. I mean, like, who else would? I mean, right? Isn't the home office just like their administrative stuff right so but like, those were people in uniform but so, so was so was fred fred was in uniform okay but i'm saying like i, I think what i think the conceit that that they're that they're referencing here is that they give they give a dumb dumb shore leave to go tell them that that bucky died I see. Okay. So like someone that knew him that can that can be there. I mean and like there's a whole thing of like protocol now where it's like you want to have if someone is going to be there that knows him, you kind of want to have an older guy, an older like officer there too. You want to make sure that like one person is like really watching, like like how how uh, Mrs. Carter like collapses. Like you need to be watching mm-hmm. for that. You need to be like some people like get like slapped or hit or whatever because of the how people oh, yeah. deal with stuff. And they're like, you just gotta you gotta roll with it. Like you know it it. That's how them. That's how they're dealing with their grief, and that's what you're there for. So, it's intense, and like America's yeah. very similar. Um, it seems, it felt from my research like we shifted to in-person stuff faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could have just been based on like I was searching from America, so I was getting better results. Right. Um, which would make sense. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's it's really interesting because there's this whole there's now there's this whole like department of that. Whereas right. back then, I think I mean you know it may have been organized by the home office. I think that would be maybe that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you fly in from you know the front, you check in at the home office and get the address and then head out or something like that. I could see right. that being a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. So. James, it's yeah. Uh, was that, that was that everything that you found? Uh, let me By see. Way, sorry, to be clear, think so. Let me see. Uh, yes. Yep. That's it. That's all okay. I had. So, one second. Colin has been has informed me that, that I that there's a surprise for this episode, and I've been busy building my expectations ever since he told me. I think I'm actually about to embarrass myself. Actually, hang on. What have you okay. done? Uh, well, okay. So I want to point 
point something out though. Uh, so I, I have messed up actually, uh, and this is going to be very funny. So, uh, so basically what happened was I was trying to look up something about, um, special operations executive mm. earlier. Right. Yeah. And upon trying to find out how many people were in it, I ended up stumbling across a page that was the special operations executive personnel killed in world war two. Okay. Um, which uh, had only 24 people from that department die. Wow. Which is, honestly, like, it's crazy to think about how many people did die in that war, and then to go only 24, though, from this one. How many people were total in the department? That was the thing Mm. I could not figure out. Um, So I found that to be kind of interesting. But, like, I think that's also part of the purpose of, like, you know, essentially spies and stuff like that. Like, you don't know how many there are. for sure. Um, Even though they will now tell you where their old home office used to be. Um, I guess there's just, who knows? You never know. It's, it's like, bank. there's still, you don't want to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also like, you know, if there's a family member out there that died at the hands of another person and then you find out that they were part of a, you know, thing like, you know, are people going to take that out on other people? Who knows? Right. You know, anyway, but, uh, so then I noticed though that it was a part of a, that was a subcategory of a larger Wikipedia category, okay, which was British military personnel killed in world war two so you can see the name of every single person that died right yep in in their military um during world war two uh and of all the different categories there are surprisingly a lot of footballers and a lot of cricket players oh for their jobs yeah so the thing is that like i just was looking through the names for a brief moment mm-hmm. um and i was just like wow that's you know i mean i will say they did have less casualties than i expected mm. um and, and it was all because I could find, like, on the main page, most of the names on one page. So I was like, that's wild. And then I just happened to come across a name that I was like, there was an actual Fred that died during World War II. Uh, and I'm sure this is pure happenstance because it's probably a common name. But, wow, I was trying to figure something else out. And instead I found this information. So I got the Wikipedia page. And I was like, oh, wow, this is so crazy. And I can't wait to, like, share that, like... Who knows, like, maybe they plucked this name off of the Wikipedia list and then threw them out there, right? Uh, but I was like, well, I guess they wouldn't have done that because this guy uh, was a footballer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he, you know, this guy in Fred from the last episode was not. But, like, as I went to read this information out loud to you and I scrolled down to my notes, I looked at the name on the page one more time. And I thought about how I kept saying, yeah, Peggy Wells just doesn't sound right. Right. Like, that doesn't sound like it would work. Um, yeah, straight up, this guy's name is not Fred Wells. <laughs> right. Okay. I no, So, I mean, like, the character's name was Fred Wells. And in my head, I saw the name Fred Mills mm. and thought it was the same person. So I went, wow, this is crazy. A right. Fred Mills in the TV show and in... And in real life, that was also in the war and was in the military. Right. Wrong name. So I've publicly embarrassed myself where I was like, James, I have information that's going to blow your mind. And then turns out it will do no such thing. Fred wasn't the one that died, though. (laughs) No, I know. But I mean, like, it was a thing of like, I just happened to cross what I thought was the name of someone that was in it. And he died, by the way, after all of these scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, you know, like, who yeah. knows? Like, maybe the thing was that, like, he goes off anyway yeah. because of whatever, you know. Well, the wild uh, thing about 1940 is that not the same America's person. not in the war yet. 
mm-hmm. we're not in there yet. We aren't in there for another like year and a half. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's for sure. It's it's wild to to be like, yeah, this 1939-1940 are like like the Doctor Who episodes that only air in England or something like that. It's like you missed a whole, you know, a whole section of this story because you guys weren't weren't on yet. You guys weren't there yet. I mean, we were still watching Frank McCormick play mm-hmm. you know, on the and on the Cincinnati were they the Reds? Yes, Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Um, you can always tell uh, if the, the name time. has lasted from when it was first made in like the 30s and 40s, if it's just a color. The mm. Reds, the Red Sox, the White Sox, the Brown Sox. Yeah. They wanted to call it the Sox League, but uh, John Yankee said absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. That was that was his actual name. Um, and uh, Jonathan Giants mm-hmm. said, yeah. hey, what about me? I'm a Giants of industry. I'm the Giants of industry. I run industry. And um, Camden Orioles was mm-hmm. like, hey. I've got a great name though Sir for my Camden team. Orioles. Uh, anyway, I, I, so basically, I thought I had a lot to contribute to uh. this episode, and it turns out I have nothing to contribute. Hmm. So, thanks so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of Timeline Scavengers. If you'd like to hear more from the show itself, follow us on Twitter at Timeline Scav or on Instagram at Timeline Scav as well. If you want to follow the network that we're a part of, you can follow us at Scavengers Net. Uh, if you want to hear me do some stuff and just talk about Marvel, Star Wars, and a whole bunch of other things, you can find me at Colin M. Parker. Uh, and James, where can people find you? If you want to hear me talk about um, uh, Marvel and things I think and stuff I'm listening to um, and shows I'm catching up on five years after they've finished being on television, um, you can follow me at Unabashed James. And of course, we would not be here without Nick Bramald, the gentleman who made the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of the show, who you can follow at NBRAMALD or nickbramaldcomposer.co.uk. Like I said earlier, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Timeline Scavengers. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. Oh, hey, James. Um, we have yeah. some friends coming over to oh. hang on. Oh, they're oh, getting friends. out of the car. Oh, oh they cool. are. Huh. Why are I... they in the Scavengers Network uniform? Oh no! Wait a minute. Hang on, hang on, James. They, they, they've given they've given me a letter. Hang on, I'm gonna oh, open no. it. Okay, yeah. Oh, I love correspondence. Oh god. Love this. It says Excelsior. <gasps> PodCube devices are able to record audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. And this is what they're picking up. I hate flowers. flowers. I feel like a poop seller. I feel like I'm selling poop. There's a whole baby Mark Zuckerberg in here. Is it real?
I don't think so, but it's wet and it doesn't smell good. Did you smell the mouth? No, I didn't smell. Hi, welcome to Circuit City. Can I help you find anything now, today? Now, politely, just shut up. I'm gonna take this iPod, dip it in some sauce. Ooh, hard to eat. Bet you it'd be harder to eat without all the sauce on it. Search PodCube in your podcast app or go to poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.